Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for the 21st of September, 2023. We are one calendar a week from the NHL draft. Our Flyers Breakup Day interview series continues, this time with defenseman Nick Sealer. But we've got a few news and notes before we get to our Flyers Exit Day interview series once again with Nick Sealer. And we start here because the Flyers will have an availability today at 10 a.m. for John LeClaire and 10.30 a.m., a virtual availability with Patrick Sharp uh, this morning. That'll happen at 10 and 10.30. And uh, the Flyers media will get their first crack at talking to John LeClaire about his new role, advisor to hockey operations, and also Patrick Sharp's new role back with the Flyers after a very brief stint at the early part of his career was drafted by the Flyers, played 66 games for the Flyers before going on to play for the Chicago Blackhawks and the Dallas Stars, won three cups with Chicago as well. Uh, So they'll have their media availabilities today. So we'll look forward to hearing from them. We'll bring you some of what they had to say coming up on Friday's episode. But also, yesterday was a big day in the offseason for the Flyers to unveil their new jerseys. Now, they unveiled the new uniforms for the home darks, if you will, and the road lights. And it's a bit of a throwback, in a way, to the burnt orange color and some other design details. Now, the thing about uniforms in sports, the thing about the uniform is, You have to make sure that you pay homage to its past by not denigrating or changing the logo per se, but also make the jersey, make the logo, make everything about a new start. And that's what this is about right now. These are the changes. Now, it does have some elements of late 90s, early 2000s Flyers jerseys and and the way they look but they're there's an homage to it but it's not a replicate of it it's a way of respecting the past but also moving forward in a new direction it's the threads of change if you will because here's my philosophy with sports sports for big sports fans if you're listening to this podcast you're a big sports fan you're a big flyers fan And there are significant dates throughout my life and throughout many of yours that sports and the Flyers are markers in time. These are the moments that you can pin down exactly maybe where you were in your life as a kid. I remember 1987 when J.J. Daniels scored. At that time, in 1987, I'm 15 years old. I'm an impressionable young sports fan and Flyers fan. That's a marker in my life. I remember the the 35-game unbeaten streak. Very young. One of my first vivid memories as a kid of sport. I remember, obviously, when we lost Pelly Lindbergh. These are markers in my life. For some of you that may be younger, the 2010 Cup run could be one of those markers in your life. And that run, improbable comeback, down 0-3 against the uh, the Boston Bruins. And then coming all the way back in Game 7, down 3-0 in that game to win. Those are big moments in our lives. That's what sports means to us. And the jersey is an homage to the past. But I think one thing that we've seen this offseason is that 
while we're respecting the past, we're also going to blaze a new trail into the future. And that's what the new era of orange, at least that's what it means to me. I think the jerseys look great. I think they'll look even better on the ice. They look great in the pictures, and they look great in the videos that we saw with Owen Tippett skating around in the dark rink and all that. But when you get into the bright lights of the arena, I think they're going to really pop. And that color orange, it's, I remember as a kid watching the Phillies play at Veteran Stadium. And our TVs back then weren't great when the vet was around in the early 80s. And you'd watch the games on TV, and then you'd go to the vet to watch a game. And I remember walking out to see the field and thinking, whoa, that AstroTurf, as hideous as it was, is a totally different color than I thought it was on TV. I think we're going to get the same pop here with these Flyers jerseys coming up this season. So the new era of orange is here. Very cool jerseys. Very cool design. You know, the orange jersey with the black number on the sleeve, I think is a really cool touch. So there's some really cool design elements. I can't wait to see them on the ice. You know me, I'm chomping at the bit for the hockey season to begin already. But let's get to our Flyers Exit Day interview series, and we continue it with Nick Sealer. Now, Nick Sealer is a guy, and we talk about this in the interview. His name was brought up very prominently around the trade deadline. And prior to this season, Nick Sealer hadn't played, he played 71 games back in 1819. That was the most in one season in the NHL that Nick Sealer played. In 1718, spent most of the year in the AHL, 49 games, 22 NHL games. The next year, in 1920, the shortened year, he played six NHL games for the Minnesota Wild, then went to Chicago and played six there. Then he comes to the Flyers, and in 21-22, he plays 43 games. That was a year ago, had a goal and two assists for three points. And then this past season, played his career-high 77 NHL games. He had four goals, 10 assists, 14 points. He earns everything he gets. He has nothing given to him. He's a guy that is very popular for the way he carries himself amongst his teammates. He was a fifth-round draft pick, 131st overall back in the 2011 draft. And he is our feature interview for our Flyers Exit Day interview series. Here's my conversation with Nick Sealer. It is Flyers Breakup Day, and we're joined now by Flyers defenseman Nick Sealer. Nick, how are you? Good. How are you? Felt good to get back for the last game and not miss the last one, right? Yeah, it sure did. Yeah, I... uh... Um, I certainly wasn't gonna miss uh, miss that last game. I I was it was paining me to be uh be out those those two games, but I just wasn't feeling uh man I wasn't feeling great. So I just wanted to take the time and and uh, yeah, thankfully I was able to get back on that last game. You played the most NHL games you've ever played in the season this year. It's seventy seven. Did you did you think that was a possibility coming into the season? Yeah, I mean um, obviously you have expectations um, you know going into a year and um, you you know you. You go into a year expecting to play every game. Um, I think all of us do, and um, but you know it was it was certainly uh, it was certainly a fun year in, in terms of you know getting those games and and being being in the lineup consistently. It was uh, it was it was really great because it's hard to not be out there and help. Right, that's the thing that players say when they're injured or they're unable to play or they're not in the lineup is they see you know their brothers out there and they want to be alongside of them. And to get all those games this year, I mean, you're a guy that has earned everything you've gotten. You were picked in 2011 in, I think, the fifth round, if I recall. And was this kind of validation for you in a lot of ways this year in the way you played? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I've been on the other other end of it, you know, where you're, where you're setting games and, 
and like you said, you're watching, uh, you know, your brothers go out in battle and, um, you can't do, do much about it. So, um, to be in the lineup every night and, and, um, you know, to, to be consistent and, um, to, to be feeling good about your game and, and you know how it's how it's grown over the years and and uh, be, like you said be in the lineup every night it was uh it was special so torts is looking for players that are part of the solution here that play the game he uses the word standard but you know true pros that come to the rink are ready to go do their job and he's, he's you're a guy that he's mentioned quite a bit that does that what's it been like playing for john tortorella yeah it's been great you know i love torts i love what uh what he's brought um, to our organization and right from the jump, um, you know, I think you guys have seen, you know, a change in uh, kind of the mindset and, and the culture um, around the Flyers organization. And, um, you know, I, I, I respect him a ton. Um, I love the accountability factor that he, he brings and expects of his players. And um, he's brutally honest. And, um, you know, I think our team responded really well to that this year. I thought, um, our compete was was higher, and um, that kind of that no quit attitude uh, we had all year long. And um, so, yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed um, his coaching style, and I thought we meshed really well. One of the elements of this season, your name was mentioned quite a bit around the trade deadline. You have a year remaining after this, um, but your name was out there. Uh, were you following that, or do you just ignore it? And how'd you kind of deal with it? Um, you know, it's it's tough to ignore it. You know, and um, but I, I certainly, you know, wasn't, you know, you know following it. And, um, you know, you can't read into it too much. Um, you can't control it, right? You can't control it. And, and that's kind of the mindset that I had. It, it was kind of the first time that I was, you know, even, you know, remotely being, you know, mentioned in, in something like that. And uh, so it was it was new and fresh to me. And um, it was a little uneasy, I guess, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever it was. But um you know, because I just love it here. Yeah. You know, I love I love the organization. I love the team. I love the group where it's going, and um, I want to be I want to be a part of that. So, um, you know, think thankfully, uh, you know that that time, uh, you know, passed, and uh, I was still here and um, able to you know finish the year with with the guys. So that was that was great. How much does it help your off season knowing that you're under contract for next year right now without having to worry about any of that? Yeah, that's that's always nice. Well, peace um, of mind, huh? Yeah, absolutely, it is. And uh, you know, you can just focus on you know getting better, and and you don't have to worry about where you're going and 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 all that. So that's that's certainly a plus. Yeah. What's the plan for the off season? You going back to Minnesota? Get on the lake? What? Oh water yeah. Water sports? The yeah. whole thing? Yeah. No, no water sports. Just <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll head up north. Uh, you know, we have a, a lake place up north, so. Um, you know, spend some time with, uh, quality time with family and friends and, and do all that good stuff. So, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, obviously Minnesota summers are super nice. And, um, so once it, once it thaws out, I think, I think by the time I get back, it'll be all thawed out. So from the winter. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little longer lasting up there. Yeah. Uh, When will you get back on the ice? Mid July? Oh, before then. Yeah. Yeah, Before then. You like to get on early? Yeah. I usually, uh. Uh, I'm trying to think last summer when I got on, but I'll, I'll usually take, uh, you know, three, three weeks off, um, more, more so on the ice, but I'll, I'll start training, you know, after like three, three and a half weeks or so, I'll start, uh, you know, easing into it. And, um, then whatever, uh, you know, the skating starts, I'm sure, you know, a few weeks after that, May, June, um, yeah, I'm not sure when the, uh, 
the skate's going to start. But yeah, certainly before then. But um, yeah, I enjoy training. I enjoy you know the summers and yeah. and you know uh, working on my game. So how how much is your training and preparation for a season changed as you've you know gone through the rigors a few times? Yeah, I think you learn, right? Yeah, you do. You do. I think you kind of listen to your body a little bit, and um, you know, I think if you if you need to take more time off, you know, at the at the end of the year, I think you need to listen to your body, and so you know, it could be a little bit a little bit more um, train but, smarter, not yeah, harder. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's certainly the case. Uh, you know, as you get a little bit older, and you kind of start realizing uh, what a grind a eighty two uh, game season is, and uh, especially at the highest level, so. Um, yeah, just listen to your body and and uh, and then go back to work. Nick, uh, great season. I mean, you were tremendous you. all year. You answered the bell at, on every occasion. Have a great summer with the family. Enjoy the lake and enjoy the training. I know you enjoy that. Not many do, but um, <laughs> I know you do. But thanks for doing this, and we'll see you in the fall. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks to Nick Sealer for taking the time to join us on this episode of Flyers Daily. And uh, he's a guy that'll be back. Has another year on his contract and uh, going to be earning everything he gets once again. And I like what he had to say about playing for John Tortorella. You could see those two. It makes a lot of sense, those two, being on the same page with the way they approach game in and game out, practice in each ice session, trying to get better every day. So thanks to Nick Sealer, and thank you for joining us. We'll be back Friday with another brand-new edition of Flyers Daily. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on